Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you for joining us once again. Come on in, if you would. Probably grab a drink from the bar and make your way right on back outside to our outdoor seating, because it is a beautiful evening here at the Musicians Cafe, and we're so glad you took time to be with us and hang out for another episode. My name is Brian Dick, and I'm here with a man who knows exactly how to fix our debt ceiling pro- problem. He just simply looks at him and says, stop wasteful spending, Mr. Chris, the accountant, Gray. How you feeling, Chris? You know, I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or not, because that would uh, le- that would basically lead in that I would be a good politician, which means I have to be full of it all the time. So, you know, I drew a couple lines there, and I see what you were doing, so thanks for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we're back for episode 48, right? Did we decide on 48? Yes, it's 48. Musicians Cafe, and man, um, the weather is turning. It is getting warm outside. Um, it is. I don't know if anybody's done their math, by the way, but we're creeping up on 52 and we have one a week. So what does that tell you, Chris? We're getting close to one year, buddy. Yeah, it's getting pretty close, man. Yeah. Well, tell them who we got on episode 48, Man, Brian. we are so excited. We've got great guests each and every week, and this week is no different. We have with us Kenny and Jeannie, and they're with us today to talk to us about the Cannon Fire Music Festival that takes place in Burkittsville, Maryland. And you guys made the trip all the way over from there. And Kenny, you're the only one mic'd right now because Jeannie didn't <laughs> want to do this just yet. We're going to talk her into it before the end of the show. But how are you feeling, man? You doing good? Doing good. Yep. Good. So glad you made the trip over. Thank you for that. No, no problem. You're excited about this coming up, right? Absolutely. Good. good. It's going to be incredible. Good. We got lots of questions uh, to ask you about that, and we got a lot of people on this bill that we all know. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Right on. Right. In the meantime, we always start out our show with the menu and let everybody know what's going on, and. Uh, so get your pen, pen and paper out, and Chris, give that thing a rip if you would. Sure. Uh, we're going to start the Tally Ho. Brian, you're familiar with the Tally Ho. I recently. had a wonderful time at the Tally Ho this past weekend. It was so much fun, yes. How long has it been since you've been last? Um, it would have been, we did a show last fall down there, so I think it would have okay. been October. Um, but gotcha. yeah, we went back, and, and it turns out they want to be on the Musicians Cafe. How about that? Wow. So we're going to set up a show with them the 1st of July. I've got the uh, beginning workings of that right now, so I'm really looking forward to that. Gotcha. So at the Tally Ho Theater uh, on the 1st, which is uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Thursday, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, is Filter. Now, you're going to have to help me with some of these bands, right? Well, Filter was a band from the late 90s and early aughts. Gotcha. And I'm blanking on their big hit right now, but you keep going and I'll come up with it for you in a minute. The second is Jackal with Voodoo. Yeah, Jackal's really cool. People love Jackal. And the third is the Reagan Years. Yeah, another 80s tribute band. Very cool. We'll have to come back to Filter. Uh, Bear Chase Brewery just over the mountain uh, on Route 7 on the second Shane Gamble we got to have him on the show still haven't got managed him somehow um, on the third James Stevens and Josh Hewitt and on the fourth Chris Bowen yeah sounds like fun Box Office Brewery Strasburg on the second is Love of Linda Band I don't know who that is does he sound familiar to you guys I haven't heard of it nope. have you I nope. need to look no, that up and on the third we just had a show with these guys uh, his crosswinds. Yeah, that looks so, to be fun. They had a big weekend, too, in Stephen City this past weekend, too. They did, and yeah. I think they had some pretty good weather for it, um, the Newtown Festival in Stephen City. Um, so good going there, guys. Um, Robbie, hopefully you uh, are still on two feet after playing two shows in a row, buddy. Our guys, Jeff did, too, didn't he? He, he sure did. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Troubadour Lounge and Park on the third is Promising Leith. Yeah. Haven't heard of them either. Need to reach out to Sylvia and... And, and, um, and find out what's going on Tony up there and find out what's going on with that band. I haven't heard of him before, so, yeah. 
Backseat Event Center. You guys know that that's the big red building beside the bar. On the second is uh, Def Legend and Elizabeth's Furnace. Got my tickets. Do you really? I do. I'm ready. I'm very excited for a Friday night show. It's going to be great. Yep. So we found out they capped that place, I think, at like 1,100 or 1,500 people. Right. Uh, and they filled it up for that Katie's Comfort House. We were wondering how um, how full it got for 49 Winchester, but it, they, they filled it up. Yeah. So now That's we know. That's great. Yep. Yeah. It was full. Did you go? Yeah. Any, did you yeah. guys go? That's yeah. very yeah. cool. <laughs> what was that like? Was it shoulder to shoulder? Or was it have, no. to have room to move no. around? No. It was okay. It was good. good. Yeah. Did you guys brave it up? Down on the floor, or did you go up to VIP? For a while. Oh, did you? Yeah. I got VIP seating for Friday night because I'm an older and yeah. I just like to sit down once. <laughs> there, there was none of that left when we bought ours. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So the monument, uh, we were just talking about the monument on the 7th is an open mic uh, with all artists welcome. That's a big stage to have an open mic. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of important, too, because, um, you know, Robbie Lyman actually talked about how he got a start in this area by going to an open mic. So there's a lot of incredible people out there. Um, that are out sharing their craft with their friends. Go to that open mic, man. Yep. Uh, Piccadilly Public House on the second is Misha Heron. Yep. Uh, Paladin on the thirty first. That is tonight. So if you're listening to this Wednesday night, you might be a little too late. <laughs> He's still playing for a while, but Robbie Lyman's out there. Yeah, Robin's Robbie's up there. Yep. Uh, West Oaks Farm Market Friday night. West Oaks on the second. The Plum Street Ramblers and Hot Fun Band. Yeah. Have you heard of? I haven't. But they sound fun. They do. <laughs> they the got to be if you're going to have it in your name. You know? Plum Street Ramblers and yeah. Hot Fun. Ba- hot Fun. I got to give a shout out to you, buddy, man. Last weekend, you killed it on Friday night, man. You did such a great job. I was proud of you. It was great. Um, I, I got about 10, 15 minutes into the set, took a deep breath, and uh, inhaled a ton of pollen. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> but I guess that's just what you get playing outside in the springtime here in Virginia. That's such a great atmosphere out there, too. I mean, West Oaks does it right. The food was great. The atmosphere was great. You were great. Chris Darlington's band was great. It was just a wonderful night to be out and to be at West Oaks, man. I, I had a great time. It was. I always enjoy West Oaks uh, Friday night. Yep. Dividing Creek Brewery. This is downtown on the Walking Mall as well. Uh, on the second is Brian Baxter, and on the fourth is Mark Clay. Bright Box Theater. On the second is Hard Swim and Fish and Bobby Thompson Trio. I don't know either of them either, but Bright Box always has good entertainment. They do. Yeah. Yep. Now is that upstairs or is that downstairs? That's downstairs, and it's okay. a country music style. You know, it didn't say Appalachia, so it sounds like it's more like. Gotcha. You know, modern country, I would imagine. Yeah. And they're hard swimming fish. They're not just swimming hard fish. Hard swimming fish. Yeah. It's like hot fun, but hard swimming. Yeah. And then a the half note downtown uh, at the George Washington Hotel on the second is Robbie Lyman. Yeah. So that's uh, Friday night. Sure is. Um, here, I got a special announcement from Shag. If you guys haven't uh, friended Shag on Facebook, they have uh, some awesome graphics. Our buddy Mark. Uh, makes all the best graphics with the queen blowing bubble gum and stuff like that. Uh, but there it vanished this weekend in Leesburg for an all ages show Saturday, one to four. You don't even need tickets. Uh, just bring the kids, pets, Grammy, or your bums. And your bums. And your bums. You have That's to bring right. your bums. Sorry, I can't read. That's, yeah. Rocking the 80s and 90s Brit style video rock. So yeah. they have a cool video set up and everything. Uh, 28 years of shag. So go see them at Vanish in Leesburg. That would be a lot of fun. Those what, guys are fun, man, for sure. What's your update from Polly Coconuts? Man, Polly reached out to me today. Polly, a couple of things I want to give a shout out. Polly, uh, first of all, has the Mission Road duo, and they're going to be at Alfredo's in Charlestown on uh, Saturday night from six to nine. 
Uh, Alfredo's a great place. Sits right in front of the racetrack there. Uh, as you you know, head through town there in Charlestown, easy to find. So make sure you stop in, say hi to Polly Coconuts. I want to give a shout out to him too. Polly uh, uh, has been real uh, good about supporting us at the show. And he had mentioned that he had written a brand new song, Chris, uh, an Uh-oh. ode to me in some sort uh, about my left lane, uh, you know, and th- how much it bothers me when people lounge in the left lane. And he sent me a copy of his new song called Left Lane Blues. Oh, my God. And we're going to figure out how to get on the show. I, I didn't get to you quick enough. So in the meantime, everybody that hears me, look on YouTube. He put it on there. It's the funniest thing. And it's a great song. Paulie's very talented. Well, Mission uh, Road's on the uh, podcast here in about three weeks. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we might get him to play it live. I'm hoping. <laughs> that would be fun, right? Okay, yeah. But anyway, you know, sh- shout out to Paulie, man. You're the coolest. I appreciate your support. And, and you're just the best. So I can't wait to hang out with you here on the show real soon. Uh, and that's all I've got. What about you? Except for the question. That's it. Let's hear your question. Okay. We always do the trivia question of the show. And this one, uh, I, I won't say this is the hardest question that I'll ever ask, but uh, it's a little bit topical because um, her recent passing. But the question tonight is, what was Tina Turner's real name? And I know Jeannie's making a face like she's not sure, and Kenny's shaking his head no. So no I've heard it, but I don't know. So what it was. we're gonna we're gonna go through the show at the end. I'll bring it up and get everybody the answer, and then I do want to talk about Tina a little bit because um, she was really important to what our music is today, and I want to make sure we recognize her into, uh, during her passing. So yep, that's it. All right, man. Well, it's time to kick off the show um, again. Kenny, Jeannie, thank you guys for so much uh, coming here to Winchester, all the way from Burkittsville, Maryland. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, you know, um, I had to ask you uh, when you got here, because I, I don't think I've ever been to Burkittsville, Maryland. Um, what what brought you to Burkittsville, Maryland? Because you, you've you grown up there, correct? Yeah. Yep. Uh, my dad was born and raised in Burkittsville. I've been there his whole life. I've been there my whole life. Uh, population is less than 200. Gotcha. There's not even a Coke machine in Burkittsville. So, <laughs> but uh, we have a great festival there so <laughs> yeah so um that's not it's not a very old festival though right nope, and just, of course we're talking about the cannon fire music festival yep we, we did our first one um last september okay um had uh tony Logue as headliner and um i think we had about 150 people there 130 150 people something like that um it was a one-day thing and um we learned a lot yeah that's and, what you um, do yep so um decided we'd try to have two this year and um, the first one is uh, June 30th and July the 1st. July 1st being the real Saturday festival. June 30th is a uh, VIP show on a Friday night, uh, which is pretty much sold out. I think I could probably scratch together four or five more tickets, but uh, we, we wanted to set the limit about 50 people, so we uh, make it a little intimate affair. Yeah. And uh, we, we sold Pretty much all that, and, and the only ones I had left would be like from uh, sponsorships packages that didn't get used up. So I could scrape together a couple more if we needed to, but um, basically it's sold out. Gotcha, gotcha. Your venue over there that you're having it in, and forgive me for not knowing, but is is it an outdoor venue that you're having it at? Yep, it's it's uh, at the Burkittsville Ruritan Club. Okay. If you ever went to the Carnival in Burkittsville, okay, that's where it's at. Um, uh, the Burkittsville Ruritan Club will be doing the food. Um, it's a great little place. It's right at the edge of Burkittsville. Right. Um, plenty of parking, um, just views of the mountains and the cornfields. It's and, beautiful yeah, there. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is beautiful. Folks, if you don't know where it's at, if you're headed towards Frederick on 340, right after you cross into Maryland, Burkittsville, probably what, 
five, six, seven miles from the line. Yeah, you take something the, like that. Take the Brunswick exit on seventeen. Yeah, and it's like five miles from there. Yeah, easy to find everybody. So, yeah. So you got a hell of a lineup for this summer. Sure do. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a minute. I want to figure out how in the world uh, someone who told me right before the podcast that. I didn't want you to sing, or I would never want you to sing on our podcast. Absolutely. How does somebody like that um, come around to actually organizing an all-day music festival? Um, That's a good question. (laughs) I'm I'm a big music fan, and um, back when uh, COVID hit, I somehow became friends with Johnny Mitchum on Facebook, and we were basically unable to go to any concerts her and i have gone to some years we've gone to 50 shows wow okay. you know we we, we do uh, mile zero we've done that every year that that's been in existence uh we go to texas we go to Alt- oklahoma we've seen the turnpike troubadours in california great band we, yeah we wow, we've, yeah. we've we go around and we've we sometimes will base our vacations around music stuff and nice. um, you know we Luke and Bach, Texas. We've been there four or five times. We we've been to Kane's Ballroom and seen the Troubadours there, and the uh, Hangover Ball with Cody Canada and all that kind of stuff. And Very cool. So uh, just a bit, big fan of real music. I started in the mid '90s. I saw Robert Earl Keane on uh, Austin City Limits, and became an instant fan of that. You know that just that real music. It's it, the subject matter is so deep. Right. And um, Went and found Robert Earl Keane albums at a place called Bow Strings in Frederick, where they used to sell bluegrass instruments. And, um, you know, my brother would get in a truck with me and he'd say, who the hell is this that nobody's ever heard of? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's my kind of music. Yeah. Know? And, and I'm one of those weird, weird guys that uh, sad songs make me happy. So uh, that's <laughs> not weird at all. Nope. Nope. Yeah. I mean, it's great that you said that because I was going to ask you about it anyway, but there's been a hell of a movement here recently, especially around Winchester um, towards sad country music. Uh, and Jody Bloomfield might be one of the ones who are responsible for it. Absolutely. Do you guys have a relationship? Jody is awesome. He, he, um, I've asked him for advice. He's helped us a little bit with the festival last year. He's going to help us out a little bit this year. Um, I could call him probably anytime and talk to him. Um, he'd give me advice. We, He's actually in Nashville right now with uh, Red Clay Strays, which he texted me last night because – I kind of introduced him to them because we saw him in Key West and I told Johnny about him and Johnny told Jody about him and then Jody's kind of fell in love with him. I've never actually met the guys, but yeah, (laughs) somehow I introduced them to Jody. Well, they just played a show. The Strays just played a show here in Winchester, right? Yeah, we were there. Yeah. Wow. Yep, that was a good one. Um, I don't remember which one of our boys opened up for them that night, but I think it might have been Brennan. I think it was too. I think it was Brennan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my head is swirling right now, Kenny, because I, I, I'm trying to picture what it must be like to be in your shoes and to put together a festival like this. The 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 questions you had last year, some of those, I guess, you know, I guess you had it at the Ruotan Grounds last year, yes. correct? Okay, yep. so this year that was a question that was already answered. Do you find as the more you're going along, the questions just keep popping up or are things starting to come together a little easier? Um, 
Uh, probably yes and no. Okay, it, gotcha. Um, New problems, right? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I got some really great advice last year. My boss, who's a very organized guy, and I, I work in the RV industry. I'm a, I'm a service manager in RV at RV dealership in uh, Thermont Beckley's campus. I know so, right where it's at. Go right, by, so yep, my boss, at. we do the shows, and he told me he he told me at the at the festival last year. He said tomorrow morning write down everything that worked and everything that didn't work because you will not remember it in a month. And I've looked at that list recently and was just amazed at the things that were on it that I could remember that day, but I would have never remembered them six months later. No way. So, um, we've tried to take that list and we've, we've improved on things that we know we didn't do right last year. You know, um, we didn't have enough sponsors last year. Okay. Uh, that was a, that was a big part of it. So we've had genies kind of taken the lead of a lot of that where we, we've actually asked for sponsorship. We didn't just sit back and wait for people to come along. And, um, so that's made a, that's made a big difference. Um, the, the bottom line is you really can't do a festival in that market with, th- with this kind of lineup based on ticket sales. Sure. It's yeah. just not going to, it's just not going to happen. I, I would, you know, I couldn't afford to do that. Right. Um, you know, uh, Johnny and I were sitting at my house last year. I don't know. He, he start. he had been to, uh, Arkansas and, um, kind of emceed a festival down there. And he met a lot of cool people down there. Um, and he was just telling us about that. He said, man, we should have a, we should have a venue. We should have a festival up here. And I was like, right. well, I know where we can have it. He's like, where? I said, get in the car. And we rode up the street because the venue is a quarter of a mile from my house. And uh, I was like, I I said, this is perfect. I said, they got, there's 20 trash cans already here. There's picnic tables already here. There's a stage, there's a sound booth. There's, it's all covered, you know, that if it's, if it rains, you know, whatever, we're, we're good. And um, so we started with that and I called the guy at the rear 10 and picked a date and we, we reserved it and we went from there. And, um, yeah, I, I was going to ask you what you, you actually answered the question. I was going to say, what was your very first step? And it was securing a venue, obviously. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, Johnny, Johnny actually took the lead and he did, he got Tony Logue, he got West ship. He got Brennan Edwards. Uh, Brennan was supposed to play last, went last fall, but actually had to go out of town. Okay. So he recommended Jake to take his place. So you, you know, see what that turned pretty, into. Yeah. yeah. And at, and I'd say at this time last year, I had never heard Jake Cohn's name and now he's really? playing in California. Well, yeah. He's playing, so, he, so he's all over the place. He just booked a spot at the Appalachia uh, festival yeah. in Nashville. Yeah. Like he's okay. Just today, going crazy yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's, I think, and that's one of the things that's so magical about this festival is it might not be able to ever happen again with this this lineup is incredible. When yeah. you look at the talent top to bottom, it is incredible. And um, I got to give Johnny Mitchum a lot of credit for starting that. And, and we decided last year that we wanted to be the festival that the musicians wanted to be at. Yeah. And um, the place where I work helped with that immensely. They they gave me some campers for the, for the acts to use for lodging. Oh, wow. So we set up four RVs on site. And the and the guys in the bands just stayed in the RVs because awesome. There's not a hotel anywhere nearby, right? Right. You know. So yeah. and we, Jeannie and I went out and we bought all kinds of snacks and foods and beer and whatever, and we stocked them up, and the guys loved it. You know. And I, honestly, I have more people. I could 
I could probably double the. Yeah, I could do another day easily with people that want to play that wow, I just didn't nice. have room for well, good. budget for. You know, so it's 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 Johnny Mitchum is deserves a lot of credit for that because he actually contacted the artist that came to the first one. Gotcha. He secured the sound guy, uh, Lance Pillow from Arkansas. Guy came all the way from Arkansas, did our sound. Awesome job. Wow, He's coming nice. back. He's nice. coming back this year. So it, it's, you know, it's, it's worked out really great. So. The roots are growing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. good. So before we get into exactly who's going to be there, I mean, you guys can obviously look it up. It's not a surprise. It's been announced. Um, you mentioned that, you know, you think this might be the last year you can get uh, a lineup like this. And Brian and I, just from being exposed to what we do for the last 50 couple <sighs> weeks, um, we know that's probably not true. Uh, and that there is plenty of young talent that's still just oh yes seeping out. Like you said, you can you could still fund another day or fill another day with musicians if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, but man, some of these bands that you got coming, I, you're right. They may not be back next year. <laughs> right. And and it, 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 it it's and that's a good thing. I'm happy for them. I don't you yeah, know I don't want, absolutely. That's what I want for all of them, these guys, man. I, I, these guys, a lot of them, they're our friends. Right. And you know we've. We've gone to see them at West Oaks, and we've gone to see them, the, you know, the first place they played or whatever. Um, we, that's we just like that, you know. We we met Cole Cheney up here in Winchester, what two years ago? And we, really? We went to Nashville and saw saw Cole open for Forty Nine at the Exit Inn. Then we went back and saw Cole and Tony at the Exit Inn. Wow! When Cole got his first headliner there, so yeah. I mean, just being part of that. And I mean, I got Cole Cheney's signature on a ticket from that night. You know, yeah, just that's like awesome. the first time he played in Nashville. Well, that maybe one of these days. Then, you know, it's going to be something to have. I'm <laughs> so, just like you, yeah. Kenny. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, and that's how I feel like that's how a lot of the, especially the kind of music that you and I love. Um, that's how a lot of these guys start, man, or places like uh, Watermelon Park, freaking the Cannon Fire Country Music Festival. Yeah. I man. mean, this is where these geniuses yeah. start. Um, there's plenty of videos of Tyler Childers playing at small county fairs, yeah, coffee or, shops. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely. You know, if, if I'm thinking, I want to, you know, if I'm hearing this now, I want to go to your show and I'm coming from wherever to get to Burkittsville. When I get there during the festival, you have food trucks available, things like that, that we can eat at. How, what's the lodging like? Is that going to be more over towards Brunswick maybe? Well, there, yeah, there's some lodging in Brunswick and Frederick, which Frederick's just about maybe five or 10 minutes. It's not very far. Right. Yeah. Um, and, as far as the food, the Ruritan is going to do food, ice cream, the whole nine yards. They have country ham, hamburgers, fries, all that the carnival food. Okay. Um, we are going to we we do allow people to bring their coolers in. Alcohol. We just we just yes okay. we just ask for not not bring any bottles just for cans. safety. Yeah. yeah, we prefer the cans. Um, you know, and be responsible. And yeah, uh, worked out great last year. We had no incidents, nothing, no kind of problem with anybody. Um, and um, we did food trucks last year, and actually the Ruritan saw what we did and approached us and said, "Would you let us do the food?" And so it's been. We've made a little bit of a uh, help. They helped us out with the potties and stuff like that. So it's right. it's helped our budget a little bit to let them do the food. Plus, it's something I don't have to worry about. 
because I know it's going to be good. I know they're going to show up. I know that everything's going to be on time, all that kind of stuff. So it's just one less thing I got to think about. Gotcha. So I, that's, you know, and those guys are, are friends of my family. I, you know, I've known those men in the Ruritan club my whole life, you know, so um, it's, it works out good. I think, I think yeah. it should be great. Uh, and and people will not yep. be, people won't be disappointed with the food because it's, you know, they, they do good stuff there. Right. right. Well, you say small town, uh, and Kenny, you said how many people last year? About 150. Yeah. I don't think you'll have 150 this year. Yeah, it's going to be, be a lot more. I think it'll be a little more than that. And yeah. that's, I mean, that's not only attributed to this being the second year. Yeah. Um, it's definitely your lineup. Yeah. And I, I want to talk about these guys because there's some freaking talent that's coming out. That's for sure. Um, but you gave us this poster before you came, or you know, just before we started recording, and it is phenomenal. It There's is some cool artwork on this poster <laughs> that is just beyond me. Now you guys have fun. Now I know you guys are friends. Uh, a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the guys in this group, especially you and Johnny, uh, and let me let me just read this poster for everybody, just <laughs> just so you get an idea. Yeah, listen up. The inaugural Cannon Fire Singer Slash Songwriter Showcase, featuring. Grandpa Johnny, old money, Mitchum, with his posse of guitar-slinging young guns. That's right. We got the Walking Hawk, Brennan Edwards. Yeah. They all have nicknames, too, which is too. great. It's cool, yeah. The Middletown Maverick, Jake Cohn, Killin' Dylan Wolfel, Chris Hunt, a.k.a. the Turquoise Troubadour. Yep. He does wear a lot of turquoise, so he, he gets that on us. Yep. Uh, Mudcat, Zach Townsend, uh, plus Triple Threat, Trey Jet, and Cool Crosby, Coat. Kofod, Kofod, yeah. Kofod, yeah. Wow. So I mean, that's a look at that's a great lineup. Oh my god. Now that's that's Friday night. That's the Friday night VIP show. Yeah, we got we're gonna have um, six guys, six singer songwriters up there with a fiddle and a harp player behind them, and they're gonna just swap songs, harmonize. Uh, I guess you got. I know you guys heard about the little thing I had at my house about a yes month, we did we did yes ago. we did yeah. <laughs> Dude, if that was any indication, it's going to be magic. I'm sure. Uh, we, there were so many times that day, her and I looked at each other and just were like amazed at what was going on. And, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to describe. And I, I took a video, of, of like little snippets of video. I put it all together. I had 45 minutes of video. And we've probably watched it six times at the house. Wow. <laughs> so wow. It, it's going to be I watched awesome. it all over Facebook. Yeah, so. but... but you didn't. I wasn't there. I, yeah, I, I, I made I made that I made that YouTube video private just for the guys on, right. on it. So if if they shared it with you, you've seen it. But wow. Yeah. Just so, to, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, and that's not it. I mean, you have more talent too, and I'd like to kind of go through all of these if we can. Of course, headlining is Low Water Bridge Band. Yep. Um, that's on Saturday, right? Yep. yep. Nice hat, by the way. I got Thank the green you. one on. <laughs> um, he's wearing the the red Low Water hat. Of course, Johnny Mitchum. Um, Brennan, Monday Blues is going to be there. Have yeah. you heard him with his band yet? Yes, sir. They're phenomenal, right? Yep. They're getting better all the time, too. Uh, Dylan, Jake, Trey Jet, we just said that. Chris Hunt Jr., Zach. Uh, Lance Rogers is another new one we haven't mentioned. Sela Campbell. Yep. Uh, out of the Northern Virginia area. Yeah, I think she's from Manassas. Wow. Okay. And Angela Robinson. Now, she's a comedian that's friends with Johnny. She was there last year. She's, you know, she does about a 10 or 15 minute set. Just. She's a riot. That's cool. She's, that's a good she's, idea. She's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So um, 
Johnny just brought her up last year, and, and we all fell in love with her. She's awesome. Now, did, did you know that she was going to come up on stage? Yeah, I did. Okay, because yeah. I was going to yeah. say, as a, as a festival coordinator, yeah. somebody's like, I got this comedian friend. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, she's good. I can see where that could go, <laughs> go a little sideways yeah. for you. That's a great idea, though, because, you know, kind of it, it, it sort of throws a little bit of a change up just for a, a little bit. It gives everybody kind of a chance to... Oh, that's funny. You yeah. know, have a good time, yeah. and then they reload for the next group. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's talk from the bottom of the list up, shall we? Sure. Uh, what, what we know about everybody. Sure. Uh, just talked about Angela. Uh, what do you know about Celia Campbell? I know that she's around 16, and I know she has a phenomenal voice. I have not had the pleasure to see her live yet, um, but I'm looking forward to her set. Oh, yeah. yeah. She just played a big – I follow her on Facebook. She just played a big show this past weekend. Yes. Um, and you're right. Some of the videos are just incredible. Yeah. A voice that doesn't belong to a 16 year old, and much right. like several of these people we know. She came highly recommended by Mr. Johnny Mitchum, so I go. trusted his word on that, and um, I don't think he'll. Let, I don't think he's let us down there. Tell us about Lance Rogers. I don't think I've ever heard his name. Okay, Lance is out of Kentucky, and Lance actually did a show up here with Johnny and um, Jake okay. at the Bright Box. And um, he's just right in the same vein, singer-songwriter guy. Um, he, I'm pretty sure he wrote a song with Micah Howard called Green Empire. Okay. You've probably maybe heard Micah Howard play. If I, oh, yeah, I've heard him. I just haven't heard the song. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm looking forward to Lance. Uh, and we actually were in the green room at that show um, at the Bright Box, and he and uh, – Jake were writing a song and they got to a place and they were like, they stopped and, and they were just like looking at each other. And I said, but I won't ever regret walking out on you. And they're like, Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I don't know if I'll get to hear that song or not. I don't know if it's, you a, might, but yeah, he, you might. he did tell me it's, it is actually a song now. Very so. cool. Uh, two local guys, uh, of course, Mudcat and Turquoise, tr- tr- the Turquoise <laughs> Troubadour. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, you know, they've been around uh, recently. Actually, Chris told us when he was on the podcast, he hadn't been singing for very long. But right. It sounds a, like that, he has. Yeah. That, that's amazing, though. And, I mean, to think that he's only been doing it for less than two years. Yes. And and, and the, the quality of songs that he could. I mean, that song, Demons. Yes. If that doesn't get you, I don't know what will. You know, that that's that's some talent right there and he he covers some stuff that you know like um reed southall and stuff like that right and i i admire guys that know how to pick a song to cover i mean you take a band like reckless kelly and some of their stuff is that they're it's almost like their trademark stuff but it's covers right you know right uh ronnie van zant was a master at picking a cover yes you know all that kind of stuff i i i like a guy that can pick a, a cover or a girl that can pick a cover that suits them and make it their own yes you know, that's you a know. big part yeah. yeah yeah so um Chris, what about what about zach zach's done uh a lot of songwriting too yeah and um we've only seen zach live a couple times but Man, that one song of his called Story Pole yeah. about being a carpenter, that is just like that one hits you. Um, but he's got he's he's got a hell of a voice on him. I mean, he yep. he plays with Dylan over at the horseshoe sometimes. We go over there and me and my brother and his wife and Jeannie and we go over there and we drink all their shiner beers and <laughs> um, <laughs> sit there and listen to Dylan and, and Zach's been up on stage with him the last couple of times. So they're 
they're they're doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, and speaking of Dylan, um, another songwriter. Actually, he um, just had a, a songwriters uh, panel this yeah. past couple weeks ago, something like that. The Bright Box. Yeah. So uh, I mean, he's just pouring stuff out too. He sung a couple originals for us, didn't he? Yes, he sure did, yeah. man. I yeah. tell you, you know, they're all. Uh, you know, we're talking about Jake, Chris, Dylan. Uh, Brennan, you know, I mean, guy, you know, we're so lucky. Yeah, we're blessed. I mean, we're, 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 we're blessed. We're in ground zero right yeah. now for some amazing talent. Yeah, and you got them all, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, you said this dude's name uh, a ton on the podcast, and some people may not know him. Tell us some uh, some more about uh, Granddaddy. What do, they, what do we call him? <laughs> Grandpa Johnny. Grandpa Johnny. Old money. Well, um. Johnny is. We got to have him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you we, do. We, we you, yeah. You're yes, missing out because he is a character. That's for sure. We need him. Man, yep. and, and and like we love we love Johnny Mitchum. Uh, like Jeannie has a welcome mat at the house for Johnny. It says, Just for Johnny. It, it says welcome ish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Good he, idea. He came up last summer. Uh, you know, we we tease him. Yeah, yeah we tease each other funny, back and forth. Yeah. We we he took us to. Uh, Nissan, he was playing the VIP stage for Zach Brown. Oh, nice. And he took us in there and we sat for, with his set and all. And then we left there. We went to Crick Picking where Low Water Bridge was playing that night. And then he went to our house and stayed overnight. And then he drank a few beers on Sunday with my boys and stayed overnight. And then he <laughs> was there until like lunchtime on Monday. And she's like, I'm taking your ass home. You got to go. <laughs> So that's why we, you know, Johnny says, I'm, I'm welcome-ish. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to get him on. He sounds like a lot of fun, that's yeah, for sure. He, and, and, and such a talent. And, um, you know, he's, for whatever you want to say about the guy, he is a, he has a heart of gold. And right. I, I know that from, from being around him for the last couple of years. The first time I met him, he acted like we were brothers. Right. And it, it, he, and that's one of the things about this scene that I, we really like is the guys around here, the people in Texas. You, you meet them, they treat you like friends. We met Walt Wilkins in, in Key West in 2018. And that dude has treated us like he's known us all of our lives. Right. And he and took us to a house party last year while we were out in Texas. Just I was like, I don't want to crash at somebody's house party. He said, if I'm taking you, you're not crashing anything. I'm like, good point, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so, go. <laughs> yeah. So we went and it, and it was like, there was like 15 people there and it was Very just cool. incredible. Very cool. So we've, we've got, we've been blessed to meet these people, but, um, Johnny, um, I'll take Johnny's first two EPs. The first one's called glory. Second one's called winter's ground. Each had three songs on them. I'll take those six songs against anybody's first six recordings that you can name. Is that right? I don't care who you name. Their first six yeah. against Johnny's first six, song for song, he holds his own with anybody. That's outstanding. It sounds solid. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and, I, I'm not, and I'm not just saying that because one of the songs I helped him write. Yeah, there you go. Hey, <laughs> well, we're going to We got to listen to that song here in a little bit because it, it's got some inspiration for the festival, doesn't yeah. it? It sure does. Yeah, yeah. we got to talk about that a little so, bit. Uh, but the last band before we get there, and we'll, I promise we'll go there uh, next. Yeah, of course, Low Water Bridge Band. Yeah, I mean, what can you not say about them? Uh, honestly, um, 
uh, I've been a huge fan of them for a really, really long time. Now you can hardly even get on their schedule. Um, they got a damn bus, for God's sake. Uh, and they make huge road trips, and these guys are sticking together, um, and they're just multiplying, and their fans are... Hell, you and I are both wearing their hats right now. Um, and when they ship the hats to your house, they have Low Water Bridge band tape on them. So yeah. it's like... Logan I, I, himself packed this. Yeah, I consider them, as far as my festival, the ideal headliner. Right. Because I feel that they can bring people from this area across the state line to, to Burkittsville. And they are so super talented and such great people. Yes, you know? yes, and, yes I mean, they are. We, we've been to Logan's house for his, on the 4th of July birthday party, or 4th of July party, and you know, they, his dad took us out and showed us the bees and all this kind of, I mean, it just, you know, you, you can't meet any finer people than what we see in this scene. That's gotcha, for sure. gotcha. We've gone through your guests, but something you said earlier kind of sparked my next question. You mentioned that you and Jeannie travel around the world, or around the country. Yeah. yeah. Around the country to check out music, and I admire you for that because it's one of my favorite things to do too. So my question leads into this. Let's find out a little bit about you guys. Where where do your roots in music grow? Is it in this country, Appalachia style? Do you have other, do you have a favorite artist? Do you have all kinds of, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I grew up with the classic rock, Leonard Skinner, Allman Brothers, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I was exposed uh, to some bluegrass at an early age, I used to ride to the mountain up in Hampshire County with a guy that listened to bluegrass when we yeah. go hunting and got into that a little bit. And then after I got out of high school, um, the seldom seen yeah. really tripped yeah. my trigger. And I, I actually went to their, I have a, I have a video that I shot of the seldom scene. And I want to say it's in 1988, maybe at the Harper's Ferry mountain heritage festival Nice that I shot with a big old camcorder <laughs> and, um, uh, I, I feel like they are one of the, one of the bands that, you know, I, I heard you all had Chris on here the other week and he was talking, y'all were talking about the cell machine scene playing, I think tally ho or they something. Were, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. he had never heard of them. And I, I, I kind of coached him up a little bit after that. I was like, dude, you need to check them out. You need to check out the song Rider. You need to get, you know, it's such a rabbit hole you go down with those guys because you got, you know, Dudley Connell who was in the Johnson Mountain Boys. And then you start talking about, you know, all the guys that used to be in the seldom scene and where they came from and all. Yeah. John Duffy and all that stuff. So, um, there's, it's like the, that's, it's a rabbit hole to go down just, just that band. Gotcha. But, um, you know, and we're going to, uh, Gettysburg Bluegrass Festival. I've been to that. I don't know, eight or 10 times, something like that. Very nice. But um, I, I guess the start of it, like I said, I, I was a Robert Earl Keane fan, Chris Knight. Those guys are who I listened to back before I could afford to go to concerts. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah, I know how it is. Yeah. Different, different chapter in life. And Gene and I went to uh, Texas in, I think it was like 2015, after Christmas of 2015. And we saw Robert Earl Keane in Fort Worth at Bass Performance Hall. And nice. that was like awesome. So then we went to the Hangover Ball in Tulsa on that same trip. We just we right. flew into Fort Worth, flew home from Tulsa, gotcha. um, where we saw Cody Canada, uh, William Clark Green, Evan Felker, um, Jason Bolin. There was you know there was like there was a dozen people there. They do their they do that thing three at a time, four sets or four at a time, three sets, something right. like that. Yeah. So then we, then we went to, we, we did a 
trip to California um, for her birthday. And I'm like, hey, the Tur- Turnpike Troubadours are playing in St. Yeah. Louis Obisco. So let's hit them while we're, <laughs> while we're and we, you know, we were riding, a, we rented a motorcycle and did the Pacific Coast Highway. There you go. And that night saw the Turnpike Troubadours. And it was like, Man, yeah, that was like a dream good. Day. <laughs> Yeah, right. Life is good. Yeah. So and then um, we saw the first lineup for the first ever um, Mile Zero Fest. We went down there and man, that was just, that's, that's where it really took off. We, right. we saw so much incredible talent down there and met people. Uh, like I say, Walt and Tina Wilkins, um, just becoming friends with them. You know, they, they came over to our hotel and sat around the pool and drank whiskey with us and talked. Uh, Walt's son is actually named Luke. Okay. And my son is named Luke. And I said to Walt, I said, is your, is your Luke named after Luke the Drifter? And he says, what do you know about Luke the Drifter? <laughs> I was like, I know a lot about Luke the Drifter. Yeah. And then as we talked that night, he tells me a story about meeting J.J. Newberry. Oh, okay. Mickey Newberry. I'm sorry. Mickey, Mickey Newberry. Newberry. Okay. Mickey Newberry. Okay. And Mickey Newberry asked Walt, what do you know about Luke the Drifter? So it's kind of weird that, that yeah, question yeah, got asked it. me. Yeah, yeah. But yes, both of our kids are named after Luke the Drifter. Luke the Drifter, how about and that's, that? You know, and we'll talk about that a little bit, too, with uh, the song Winter's Ground, um, with Luke's name being named after Luke the Drifter. Gotcha. Very cool. Let's Very talk cool. about it now, man. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, again, you claim not to be a musician, no. Nope. Uh, yet your name ended up on a song as one of the writers. How did that happen? Uh, and then, you know, how did this song either influence the festival or the festival influence the song? Okay. Um, it's kind of tragic, but... Thank God I have a happy ending to talk about. Um, my oldest son, Luke, and he really is named after Luke the Drifter. Um, I'm I'm a huge Hank Williams fan, Hank yep. Williams Jr. fan. Um, I would probably put Hank Jr. on my Mount Rushmore Mount music. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I named I named him named him Luke. It's kind of a family name. My dad's middle name is Luther. So it kind of fit that. It's also biblical. Yep. So it, it fit three different ways. But Luke's dog, when he was growing up, was named Audrey. There you so go. You know. Yeah, Hank's mother. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So um, the, the song Winter's Ground is something I wrote about Luke's battle with heroin addiction. Gotcha. Okay. And I, wanna, I just want to say, this is this kind of hard for me to talk about, but um, tomorrow... Is Luke's five year anniversary of being clean? Nice, awesome. So he's he's turned his whole life around, and he is hope. He is a beacon of hope for anybody that says it can't be done. Right, he's proof that it can be. Um, and he's he's got a good job with FedEx. He's been working for the past two or three years, and he's got money in his pocket and he can go buy a truck if he wants to, like he just did on Monday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, nice. he's he's you know and. Um, a guy told me when 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 he decides to change, everything will change, and that's and that's for sure. That's it did. Great. Everything changed. So, that's got it. Um, wow. I wrote these lines about Luke and being named after Luke the Drifter, and the similarities of how Hank Senior died, and basically he died of the same thing—an yeah. opioid addiction. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um. I don't, I'm just going to. Read this a little bit. Uh, addiction is such a devastating thing that has affected damn near every family in some way. Um, 
Johnny Mitchum's song, Winter's Ground, is about what my son's addiction did to his quality of life. His name is Luke. He's named after Luke the Drifter, hence the first verse. I've got things in common with the Drifter Dad named me after. I share all his demons. I share all his scars. Gave up all my potential to the pills and the liquor. Lost out on this highway. Dying in my car. Yeah. That's true. He, I know he was given Narcan a few times. Wow. So he was literally repeating that life cycle of wow. Hank Sr. The, wow. with, the, with the addiction and the early death. And he was 29 when all that was going down. And that's Something. the same age that Hank was. Mm-hmm. And praise God, he made it through. And he decided five years ago, just because it was June 1st, it was a day to get clean. Nice. And he called me and said, I'm ready to come home. And he, you know, he was in a bad spot. He was a really bad spot, but he turned himself around. And, um, the song I wrote, I wrote those words. Johnny helped with the chorus a little bit and he changed it around what I'd written, but, um, uh, actually he made it, he made it better because when Johnny wrote the course, I, I'm going to say we were about two years past that date. Okay. And Luke had gotten on his feet, gotten his job and he's, he's, he's been a motocross kid his whole life. He loves motocross and he's 34 now, but he's still into motocross. Thank God. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's put him in a helicopter, but it's also saved his life in a way. Right. So, um, the day that, um, um, I I guess the day or soon after whatever, but the course says of, of winter's ground, the course says, uh, get me back in this race. So I don't die alone. Johnny wrote that after Luke won a moto up in Pennsylvania. Nice. Just a small track, but I, I, I told him it's not a small victory. It's a, it's a huge victory. So Johnny changed the course around about that, about that race. And that's so it, this whole song is like, it, it, it's, it hits home so hard. And we went up to, um, Zach McCord's studio in in uh, uh, Morgantown, West Virginia, okay. yeah. and um, cut that cut that that EP that day, and it has um, Winter's Ground, Princeton, and I think Let It Roll on it. And um, Johnny actually used my guitar to play the song on the on it's the awesome. album, and it sounds great. Yeah, yeah. and um, so I actually. There's a there's a spoken part at the beginning and a spoken part at the end that's actually me oh, and, nice. and actually Luke, and I that was a struggle to get through that one that day too. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm excited! I can't wait to hear this. This is going to be great. So you do sing in a way? <laughs> no, it's not singing. Yeah, I guarantee you, it's not I singing. It. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to share this with uh, yeah. the guys. I, I listened to this today at work. Um, yeah, when, once you sent it to me, so thank you for that. Uh, but we're going to listen to Winter's Ground, Jonathan Mitchum, words by Kenny Brown yeah. and Jonathan Mitchum. Here yep. we go. Hey, 
I got things in common Drifter dad named me after I share all his demons I share all his scars Gave up all my potential The pills and the liquor Lost out on this highway Dying in my car you mess with the needle but sometimes it's just needed when you've come this far I've been found upside down frozen in this winter's ground the path I chose don't take me round my father or my home So forgive me, Lord When I pray You pick me up And you set me straight And you get me back In this race So I won't die alone Take me round My father or my home Forgive me, Lord When I pray You pick me up And you set me straight And you get me back In this race So I won't die Sorry about that. Almost stepped <laughs> on that good. last line there. <laughs> I didn't realize it was coming. That was phenomenal. Thank you. You know, I don't want to sound um, cliche or corny, Kenny, but that song, if somebody asked me to describe it, you don't hear that song. You feel that song. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I know what you mean. Um, golly, Ned, thank you for sharing Luke's story with us, too. I know that's emotional for both of you. Yeah. Um, it's joyous now for sure and as you said earlier praise god because you know he in all things yes we praise god um you've even got me a little bit emotional right now <laughs> um gosh when you hear that each time it's probably like listening to it for the first time is it not um it's got a little bit easier <laughs> wow <laughs> but, i can imagine well i tell you the first few times it was pretty tough i, I mean i've and uh we've even had times where 
Luke's brother heard it one night and just broke down. <laughs> I can imagine. You know, that song That song just reminds me it could relate to so many people. Absolutely. That somewhere along the line, that's going to be picked up and got to be used for that purpose. Yeah. We've, we've you know heard what I mean? It, we've heard a um, few people cover it. Uh, Anthony Garner, I think his name is, and uh, I think he's in Arkansas. Uh, there's, I've heard a few people on Facebook cover it, so it's 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 very humbling to think that that's gone out there in the world and other people have heard it. Dylan Warfel plays it almost every time we see him play. Is that right? Yeah, he yeah he. I think it really strikes a chord with him as well. So he, yeah, he just he uh, and the, when the boys are at my house a couple of weeks ago, they were all there. We were going over things for the Cannon Fire VIP show and just kind of seeing how that was going to thrash out. And uh, most of them were, they ended up on that song as like a boy's choir. And uh, it, it kind of choked Mitchum up to hear those those kids singing that like that. So it was, it was definitely a special moment. And that's a, it's a special song for sure. Well, that's for sure. Everybody mark your calendars, especially for July 1st. Uh, and make your way out and listen to that song live, because I'm sure somebody's going to play it that day. Yes. I'll bet you. <laughs> um, and so, you know, to hear that song and many, many more that are great like it, make sure you make it out to the Cannon Fire Music Festival in Burkittsville, because that's amazing. That was a great song, Chris. Great. It was. And, you know, I, I agree with you. I listened after I started listening to some of Johnny's music online. I just kept going. And of course, Spotify uh-huh. just keeps spitting it at you, which yeah. is the awesome part. Um, but I was sitting there doing work, realized I've been listening to his music for about 30 minutes. I was like, damn, uh, <laughs> but it's great, man. Um, it's just, it's just such a testimony to the, the talent that we have and the talent that you've wrangled in for the festival. So yes. man, it's going to be a great event for you. Um, you know, we talked about the festival. We talked about who's going to be there, what influenced it. What did we miss about you guys or the festival that you just want to make sure everybody knows about coming up here the July 1st? Um, I think the big thing is about the charities that we back. We don't do this to take any kind of money out of it. Okay, it's great. A, this is a labor of love. That's um, huge. So we're backing two charities. First one's called the Music is Medicine Foundation. Uh, that's founded by two sisters up in uh, the Thurmont, Maryland area, Chastity and Brandy. They lost their brother, RJ, to overdose. And the main thing they do, they, they've had... They've actually had music festivals at Baker Park in Frederick back before COVID hit. Okay, uh, COVID kind of slowed their role a little bit. So they're 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 who we one of the ones that we're trying to help out. Um, the main thing they do, which we've had, her and I, Jeannie and I, have helped do this on, as on a personal level. Last year we did it as with the festival. Is um, they adopt what they call RJ's Little Angels, and it's children that have lost parents to overdose and they make sure these kids have Christmas. Very good. And Very last good. year we we were able to do five kids for Christmas. It's awesome. And I mean they had good Christmases. We good. you know as as good as the gifts could make it. Um we we just got them whatever was on our list. And um so that that's the one that we that we do and then the other one is someone that Jeannie just kind of brought to us recently that Jeannie does events for for Great American Caterers, and uh, they did a thing uh, for this Andrea's house. It's transitional living for women and children. Uh, Carlia Phillips, um, they're helping women transition from rehab or or the prison systems, whatever. Which most 
just about every woman in jail or prison is there on a drug, a drug related something. Um, so recovery is, is a big part of that. Um, and if you just go to their Facebook thing or, or their webpage and you read the reviews, I just, the other night I just looked at one and I looked at few, but I just wrote down part of one, a godsend to me. It has saved my life and given me another chance to become the best person I can be to myself and my children. Yes. So recovery from addiction, reuniting families is something that we're definitely want to be part of. Um, so those are the two uh, charities that your, your, your money is going to help support. It's not putting any money in my pocket or Jeannie's pocket or anything. Wow. Um, so we pay the musicians. They're, you know, we don't expect the musicians to play for free. Some of them, I know they cut us breaks. I know that. And we appreciate it. And what we, we pay them what they ask to be paid and um, the rest of it we, we're going to give away. Um, we'll probably be able to present each of these organizations with a check on the 1st of July. That's our plan is to have enough, right. you know, it's where we know what kind of shape we're in. And then later in the year after the other festival, we'll pro- we, we should be able to do, you know, more. We, nice. our, our goal at the end of the year is to not show any, profit at sure. all so yeah. that's that's where that's where we're heading with it so and it, i don't know how that came about last year we just decided that we would just do it for charity and, right. and it and i think it, it's made it it made it matter to us i think wow. so um that's that's well yeah that's, it makes it matter to you but i think it also helps people help you in that sense you yeah. know yeah that they can feel like by coming to even sing for you, even if they're giving you a discount or even if they're not giving you a discount and they're making a hole in their schedule, which like we talked about, these dudes are book solid. Right. Uh, so to take a weekend out of their schedule, um, you know, it's a good thing for them too. Yep. We, we appreciate all these guys and what they do. I got just uh, the sponsors that I just want to thank real quick. Uh, Beckley's camping center. Obviously that's, they, they give us the, um, RVs for the musicians to stay in for the weekend. Uh, Make Country Music Sad Again with Jody Bloomfield. Yeah. That dude's awesome. Uh, Blue Ridge Builders, Advanced Services, HVAC, Iron Horse Hose Company, Pressure Washing, the Shenandoah Flower Whisperer, Great American Caterers, uh, Bone Garage, who does uh, custom bike work and maintenance, uh, Lancaster and Associates Realties, Tractor Supply Company. Nice. Uh, fellow from Tractor Supply, uh, Jerry was there last year and after the show he's like if you do this again I'm going to help you and he gave me his business card and when we decided to do them this year I called him and he said yep I'll help you so uh, Tractor Supply is they're bringing up they're they're having a petting zoo at the nice festival. okay good yeah so, yeah. so uh, and uh, Motor Works uh, is, a, is an auto place um, and also the Monument the monument is a sponsor from Winchester. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. So, and that, and, and that's a, that's a, such a natural fit because these guys that are playing are over there all the time. Right. It, it, and it's, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've been to the monument to see somebody play. I mean, it, we go to Winchester damn near every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so we're glad you do. That's why we have a podcast here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, uh, other than the the, uh, the specifics of the day, it's July first, two to eleven. 
uh, Burgersville Ruritan Club, 500 East Main Street. Tickets are $35, available on Eventbrite. Uh, we don't know if we're going to have any available at the door or not. We have set a limit on the tickets. We can't handle a huge, huge crowd. Understood. Just no. because of the venue. Um, so get them ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. Eventbrite. Yeah. Uh, kids under 15 are free. Coolers are welcome. No glass, please. Canopies are welcome. The food's provided by the Burkittsville Ruritan Club. The parking's free. It's rain or shine. There's going to be craft vendors and a petting zoo. Two o'clock, the national anthem is going to be played by Brendan Edwards, kind of Jimi Hendrix style. Nice. Uh, last year, we started off, Jake Cohn did the national anthem and uh, did the first set ever at Cannon Fire. So no, awesome. matter where, where, no matter where Jake goes, he did my first set. For, He's a trivia question. No, yeah, yeah, you got it. Tri- there's your trivia question <laughs> in five years. That's a trivia years. question. That's right. <laughs> you got him locked down from here out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, man, on behalf of the music lovers of the world, let me first say thank you and God bless both you and Jeannie for doing what you're doing. We need more people like you in this world thank you. that are not in it for themselves. They're in it to help make everything better. Yeah. And thank you for that. It takes a lot of work and a lot of time. And yeah, man, it's yeah. so great. But I'm just I, happy for you. I would just say this. It's last year's festival was one of the best days of my life. Very cool. It was. And and the after we, we had a campfire up there after the festival and sat around the fire with Tony Logan, Wes Ship, and Dylan Warfel and Johnny Mitchell, and sang music till like two fifteen in the morning or something <laughs> like that. And I, you know, I stumbled home and go back up the next morning, and just about everybody's gone. You know, so that's great. They, those guys were, they, you know, like Tony Logue came from Kentucky and turned around and went back to Kentucky the next morning. You know, wow. it's just <laughs> that kind of stuff. You know, wow. so that, that that's a life that those guys, I guess, roll. So. Um, great time and now uh, we hope we see a lot of people out there I hope you do too I think you will man like yeah, I said it, it's going to be more than last year for sure yeah um, so man uh, episode 48 we're wrapping up Kenny thank you so much Jeannie even though you didn't talk next episode we yes. got you I promise <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you guys for coming making the trip from Burkittsville uh, now I'm very familiar with Burkittsville all I got to do is make it up to the festival now yeah. so uh, I'll give that a shot Brian, before we go, you still have a uh, a couple things, right? I do a couple things. First of all, yes, everybody, it is that Burkittsville from the Blair Witch. So just in case you're wondering, <laughs> yes, it is that Burkittsville. So people are going to wonder, I'm sure. Yeah, um, once again, we get back to the trivia question. And uh, the question again is, we, we recently lost Tina Turner. And the question was what her real name was. Do you have a guess, Chris? I saw the answer already. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Well, then we're not going to lie. I know it's nothing like Tina Turner. It is nothing like <laughs> Tina Turner. It's, it's Anna Mae Bullock was her real name. Um, and she uh, she's another one of those you guys probably didn't hear back uh, in October last year when we lost Loretta Lynn. You know, I made a, a, a one or two minute little um, uh, sermon, I guess, about her tribute and, uh, tribute and a tribute, and it's a little bit about the same thing with Tina. Tina was some; she's a once in a very rare kind of entertainer that we had, uh, once in a lifetime kind of thing. Um, people don't know her whole story except the u- ugly part of it uh, a lot of times. And uh, she, you know, came on the scene and over six decades ago, she first sang, uh, and she forced her way on stage uh, for a tryout, sort of a on the spot tryout with Ike Turner. And, uh, of course, obviously uh, made the band, as they say, and became the feature part of the band, actually. The band became more successful because of her. Um, you know the sort of the rocky relationship they had. Uh, it was tough for her, I'm sure, uh, but she persevered, uh, made it into the 70s, and when her and Ike split, she was smart enough to understand that her name was the most important thing. 
that if she got out of the relationship with nothing else but her name, she knew that was her ticket. And she did. And she also got a lot of her own rights and things. She wasn't a dummy and she had some help too, but she was not a dummy at all. And she knew how to make success. And she, she did Las Vegas for a while and she did a lot of variety shows for a while. And then in, you know, 1984, she released private dancer and it was one of the biggest albums of all time and still is. And it, you know, it had, it, it had two world tours, had three number one hits off of it. Um, you know, she became, uh, the biggest star around at 44 years old. And that doesn't happen very often. And she still had her electricity and she still had her charisma and she still had her trademark legs that everybody really <laughs> loved. And she was very important to rock and roll, but to females again, I can't stress that enough. People like Loretta Lynn and Tina Turner paved the way for, for people today. And it's really important that we take time to recognize her. And she, you know, she uh, entertained up until the mid 2000s. And then she moved to Switzerland, and she became a, a, a citizen in, in Switzerland. And, you know, I'm not sure I understand the whole reasons behind that. I don't, don't know and don't care, really. I mean, you know, it's surprising that she would leave the country that made her a star. But she had her reasons, I'm sure, and I'm sure they're fine. But she also hung on to her estate. She did not squander her money. And she, she, yeah. When she passed away, she still had the wealth that she had made. She was not, not a, as I said, she was not an ignorant person. She knew exactly what she was doing all the time and they just did interviews with her within the past year or two she still could dance she could still <laughs> tell jokes and she could still have a lot of fun yeah. so tina we're going to miss you uh just hope everybody takes a moment including myself to go out there and check out a little bit what tina turner did um you know it, great music she made her entire life yeah. not just I, private dancer i saw her open for lionel richie in 84 around that private dancer right I, yeah right yeah. damn and um, she made a lot of great music, uh, you know, both covers and originals. And she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And she still holds one of the Guinness World Records for most people in attendance at a concert. So, ladies and gentlemen, she did it right. Um, so, do yourself a favor. Check out Anime Bullock, otherwise known as Tina Turner, and, and treat yourself to some great music. I learned a couple things. Dang, you yeah. did your studying before this podcast. A little bit. It's been on. Uh, it's been on the TV a lot, and it, yeah. it, it inspired my interest a little bit. So I did, you know, trying to do a little research on her. But uh, but anyway, a lot of fun. So thank you again, folks. Kenny, thank you so much for bringing and talking to us this evening. I wish we could have got Jeannie thanks, on, but we'll do that next us. time. <laughs> we'll definitely do that next time. Chris, man, I could never do this without you. No problem, you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we always appreciate you. If you made it this far, reach out to us. Yeah. Let us know you heard us. Uh, if you got any suggestions. If you think uh, we suck, let us know. Uh, but we're open to anything. Shout out to Elizabeth's Furnace. Good hanging out with you guys this past weekend. Can't wait to see you on Friday night. And also, you know, my pet peeve, those people in the left lane. I drove home this evening and there was more of you. It's a law, folks. Get out of the left lane unless you're passing somebody. Don't forget to do that. Chris, good to do it after you. Thank you so much. Yep. And until next time, peace.